my name is Chloe Stolting and I'm a public relations, marketing, and communications professional. I may not have all the answers, but I'm willing to find them out with you. I'm passionate about helping individuals and small businesses find their voice and reach others. Let's get organized and prioritize together. Visit findyourwingspodcast.com for more information and follow me on Instagram at findyourwingspodcast. Now, take the journey and find your wings. Hello, friends, and happy weekend. I know it's been several weeks since I've brought new podcast content, but I'll be honest, in the roller coaster of creativity and ups and downs, I have not been feeling it. I've not been feeling social media. I've not been wanting to participate and put myself out there. It's not always fun and it's draining, but I'll tell you what, when I do have a topic that I want to share, I'm so inspired and excited to share it. So my promise is that while it may not always be weekly podcasts, I promise to always aim to bring you quality versus quantity. So I've made several posts and written about leading with your flaws and brought up, you know, a few different kind of tips. And this is something I've been mulling over and thinking about how I want to approach over the last couple weeks. And I'll say this, I don't know what it is, (laughs) what's in the air or what, but me feeling like low vibe on social media every time I go on, something makes me upset or sad or just like I need to be doing more. Oh my gosh, this person has this whole business and I'm like, what the heck? And then several influencers, people who I follow who are very smart, bright, strong, beautiful women, they both recently posted about not feeling enough and like they go to events and they don't feel like they're enough they go on instagram they scroll through their feed and they're not enough and it's like they're business women they have freedom in their career they've built a following they're fashionable some of them are moms and like super moms that you know have super careers too and it's just crazy to me that someone like that could feel like they're not enough or that they're flawed. And in this world of social media, we see this all the time. You log on, you see this perfect businessman and perfect businesswomen bragging about their career, their travel, their business, their 10K months, being parents and taking their child on luxurious trips. And it's just so easy to feel like we're not enough And to feel like all of a sudden we're lacking skill sets that we think we need to have. And it makes us feel like we don't have as many positive qualities as maybe others do. So when I talk about leading with your flaws, it's not your perceived flaws or perceived lack of a skill set. It's digging deeper, digging to, you know, not comparing yourself to somebody else and saying, well, because they have this, I should too. It's truly digging deep and comparing yourself to yourself. And I know that's so hard to do. Um, And sometimes, you know, 
I find I'm hardest on myself. So if I were to just simply ask somebody who's close to me, hey, do you think I need to do this? Or do you think this is a skill that I lack? Or what's my weak weak point, you know, in my job? Or what's my strengths? Um, their answer is going to be totally different than yours. And so sometimes I think it's nice just to pick somebody else's brain who knows you and who's close, and they can help you maybe see different views um, that you necessarily wouldn't see yourself and help you dig deeper to that actual truth. So I've also found that ignoring an insecurity or ignoring a skill that I lack and something I know I need to improve on it actually hinders me. And I think that you'd be surprised at when you admit you want to work on something, how people will appear out of the woodworks to want to help you. And I think on the flip side of that, when you have mastered a skill and you're helping educate someone or coach them to grow that skill, the teaching component hones that skill even further for you. That's something I love, and um, I love if I'm working with a coworker and getting to teach them something. I feel like it really solidifies the skill for me, and it brings me more confidence. Wow, I was able to just help somebody, and nobody is thinking that person is any less than for wanting to learn. I think we bring that on ourselves, um, so that's where it comes from when I say that if you're ignoring it or not asking for help because you're afraid of what others might think or you're afraid that they might lack that skill, I guarantee that for every person not speaking up, there's 10 other people who feel the exact same way. So all it takes is one person to speak up. Don't hinder yourself and you can learn and grow and share. And just because you don't know how to do one thing, you know how to do probably 30 other things. So you could teach somebody in return. So when it comes to leading with your flaws, I put together what not to do and what to do. So I'll start with the what not to do first. (laughs) So the first thing is don't overdo it, right? Don't bring too much attention to it. So we all know those people who, if they lack confidence in a certain area they tend to just talk about it or make a joke like over and over again and I think it's okay once to be like oh that's not really my strong suit you know that's totally fine but to bring it up over and over again it starts to just really show your lack of confidence and people won't take you as serious but I think if you just own up to it one time then you say hey this isn't my strong suit but I'm actually signing up for a class to try and learn or I'm mentoring with this person next week I'm really excited to learn when I know a little bit more you know I'll reconnect with you and I'll be able to pitch in on this whatever it is um so I think yeah don't bring too much attention to it and just don't like overdo it and then on the opposite of that there are people I think who to hide or make up for a lacked skill, they're just overconfident. And those who, you know, are in touch and in tune with others, I think you can see right through it when someone is acting a very confident or overly confident, it's very easy to tell that they're hiding something. So I think 
true confidence is being able to just own up to a lacked skill or a flaw or, you know, something that you think is a flaw. And I want to be clear here. When I say the word flaw, I feel like it gets a negative connotation. Um, But a flaw to one person could be a strength to another, to something else, to somebody else. So it's really like, When I say flaw in this podcast episode, what I mean is your perception of yourself, of something you want to work on, whether it's like related to your personality and reaction to others, to communication, to professionalism at work, just simply like a hard skill you need to do your job. All those types of things can be perceived, um, but just it's easier to lump it all and just say leading with your flaws because I think we all perceive flaws as something that we want to work on. So I'm using that as a blanket term here. Okay, back to what not to do. So don't overdo it. Don't bring too much attention to it. Don't be overconfident to try and make up for the lacked skill or to hide it. And don't try, don't not try, excuse me, because you don't know. So How many people find out that they're great at something when they just try? And if you are afraid to attempt it or try or put yourself out there because you think you lack, like I guarantee how I've seen thousands of like quotes and motivational pages on the internet that say like, you just gotta go. You're gonna build the knowledge and build the skill sets like as you do it. But like the hardest part is starting. And most people never, ever even start. So the fact that you start and maybe you're at 25% to where you want to be, like compared to all those people who are on the sidelines not starting, you're so far ahead. And if you just keep trucking along, you're eventually going to be at 100% and learn as you go. So I would say never, ever don't try because you don't know how or you feel you lack a skill. And lastly, this one is very important to me. If you have ever been a people manager or worked with a manager or observed this in the workplace, my last what not to do would be don't ever hinder somebody else who has the skill because you lack it. Let me say it again. (laughs) Do not ever hinder somebody else who has the skill because you lack it. I I almost want to say it a third time because as I'm reading it out loud, I feel like it is so important. So that right there is a prime example of, I guess, you know, leadership and being the type of leader who truly says, you know, I'm self-aware and I know what I am good at. I know what I could work on and I am unafraid to hire people around me who are better than me in some cases, who can teach me things, who can teach others things, because that's what being a leader is. It's not trying to prove that you know more or you're better. I think true great leaders are open to learning from the people around them, because when you're all successful together, every single one of you is successful. It's not any one person. So don't be afraid to 
fill your room and fill you know your acquaintances and those around you with people who are better at something because what do they say you become like the five people who you're around the most you're going to absorb from them you're going to learn I guarantee you have things to teach them too and so it's really a win-win situation and it doesn't go just in the workplace I think it goes with friends too um you know never be afraid to um reach for the stars and reach out and make a connection with that person who you feel like is oh my gosh like they would never want to talk to me I'm I'm not like at their level or I don't make as much money I don't have as good of a career or a job like I'm not the same type of parent that they are like I think we can all learn so much from each other and we're so hindered when we don't speak up or we're afraid to be around someone who has you know air quote, perceived being better at something than us. Like, I guarantee you'll learn. So let's get into the what to do's. So when it comes to leading with your flaws, I went over a couple what not to do's, and then I always like to cover the what to do's. So the first one is identify your flaws, and again, flaws just being that blanket term. And there's you know, different ways I touched on, you can really dig deep within yourself and say, when I'm comparing me to me, what is it that I want to work on? Is it a hard skill? Is it a soft skill? Is it, you know, something not even having to do with work? Is it something personal? Is it something the way I communicate? Is it something with my relationships? Is it my reaction to others? So many things it could be. So dig deep within yourself to identify it first, and you could also pick the brains of those closest to you, your spouse or your partner, um, your friends, family, mentors. I think they would all have great opinions, and they may see things very different than you. You can kind of take it with like somewhat of a grain of salt because truly it matters like what you think and what you perceive, but I think it is good to have your own opinion, gather some opinions around you, and then form your final opinion based on all of those. So the flaws can be self-perceived or through feedback, like I said. So what you want to do when you're seeking feedback is seek honest feedback. So after seeking honest feedback, and when seeking honest feedback, I should say, not after, what you want to do is prepare yourself to know some of the key indicators of when somebody is genuinely rooting for you to improve versus when they're simply picking on you out of spite or jealousy. So in this whole process, you want to be very aware of the feedback you're getting to make sure it's coming from a genuine place of, I really want to see you improve. I really want to see you succeed. And let me just add, if someone is picking on your weakness, out of spite or jealousy, if that's the case, then I promise working on the item, whatever it is to improve, it will shut them down and it will make them more jealous. So take a class on the subject, give a presentation to your team about your learnings and really make that person angry. As I like to say, that's on them. (laughs) 
It's your life. You can learn and do and succeed and become better at whatever you want. It shouldn't matter. And if somebody has a negative reaction to you, say it with me. That's on them. (laughs) So never hinder yourself or don't learn something because you're afraid of what others might think or you might lose friends. You know what? So be it. You're becoming better. And that's what life's about. I think so many times I've even noticed myself doing that uh, or on the other side of that, like not talking about success because I would just want to fit in and I don't, you know, people are complaining about their job or whatever. And I'm like, well, mine's going really great. And like it goes, I'm getting paid great and I live a great life. And but I, you know, find myself holding back some of these things because I don't want to say it because I feel like, oh, well, maybe I'll just fit in more if if I, you know, act like I'm as miserable as everyone else or whatever. And or if I act like, oh, I'm, I'm not good at that either because it's like, well, what if you are good at it? People shouldn't not like you for it. So I've definitely found myself guilty of, you know, not doing something because Not because I feel like I lack, but I've held back because maybe I feel like I'm actually good at something and I I hold myself back. So I think be careful of that too. And it really puts in perspective like who your true cheerleaders are, I think. And having that core group of, you know, your spouse and your family and friends who get it and support you, diehard cheerleaders, it's so, so important to have especially as you're working on yourself and you're growing because a group like that who is your true supporter is going to allow you to demonstrate that skill and you'll get better and better at it and soon it won't be a flaw. So you got to put one foot in front of the other and put it into practice every day. I cannot stress that enough. So the more you lead with something, whether you feel like you lack or not, the more it becomes a strength. So if I said to myself, I'm just going to use this as an example, I want to become better in PowerPoint, (laughs) right? I know it seems silly. It's just what came to me off the top of my head. So at work, I'm going to find every excuse to put something into PowerPoint and I'm going to present to people. I'm going to seek feedback. I'm going to say, was this good? Did I have too much text on my slides? Were my visuals capturing? How did I do in my presentation? What can I learn? Is there any tips and tricks to enhance the look of the slide um, or make my presentation more interesting with data? And if I actively think about it, even if it's once a day, you don't have to obsess and block out hours. If I say once a day, I'm going to open PowerPoint and I'm going to do something in it. And then a couple times a week, I'm going to show somebody else and talk it out. I guarantee within like a few months, maybe even less time, you're going to become like that go-to person. People will be coming to you. Not because, you know, you lack, but because... They're seeing you're taking an interest to this, you're growing your skills, and because you're open to learning, you're making people feel comfortable to come to you, and now all of a sudden, it's not seen as a skill that you lack, and sure enough, I bet you, you could put that on your resume as one of your skills and strengths. So one foot in front of the other, put it into practice every day, doesn't have to be hours, just actively think or do one little thing every day. 
and it can build over time and it'll eventually become a strength. And lastly, I want to end on this note. Have you considered this? That maybe it isn't a flaw at all. Maybe it's what makes you different or unique. And that unique perspective is just what's needed to get ahead and be more successful. So don't ever discredit your uniqueness. On that note, I want to say thanks for listening. And I hope you'll tune in to previous episodes and future episodes. Connect with me on my Instagram. It's at Find Your Wings Podcast. And I'd love to know your feedback on this episode and how you're working on things that you want to get better at. <laughs>